Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. Have you ever had to take a detour? In this week's Bible lessons, and with the help of the poet Rilke, we learn about the necessity for plans B, C, and all the way to Z. Stay tuned to hear how to live outside the box and be willing to take a dip into unfamiliar waters and find another way home. In my experience, I could tell you that getting to where we need to be is more important than our first idyllic attempt to get there. In this week's Bible lesson, I find myself at a literal fork in the road. Option one leads us to the concluding story of the wandering magi, finally making it to their destination to see the Christ child and to offer their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The second scripture choice is to hear the account of Jesus' baptism, of how John declares that the one all have been waiting for has arrived and baptizes him in the Jordan River. So what story do you think I will choose? the epiphany, or Jesus' baptism? A well-earned conclusion to the Advent and the Christmas season, or the opening chapter of Jesus' life of public ministry? Well, I choose both. Technically speaking, one story is an ending and the other is a beginning, but both stories speak to the importance of staying open to alternate ways of getting where we need to go. The Magi, once delivering their gifts, are warned in a dream to return home by another road in order to bypass the wrath of Herod. In the account of John baptizing Jesus, the crowds are 99% convinced that John is the one that they have been waiting for. But John emphatically tells the crowds that he is not the one. A significant plot twist takes place, and Jesus stands waiting to be baptized. A dove descends, 
And the voice from the heaven proclaims, You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Two stories, one ending, one beginning, but both about detours and unexpected change. In their journeys, the Magi had learned the skill of going with the flow to find Jesus. They gave their gifts and they went home another way. John, full of charisma and power, someone people wanted to follow, proclaims that he's called to proclaim and then points to Jesus. John does the work he's called to do and steps out of the spotlight to go another way. Detours, it seems, is the connecting theme between these two Bible stories. How can these stories of finding another way home, of going with the flow in the midst of unexpected challenges, how can they help us today? We might not be wise magi or charismatic preachers like John the Baptist, but we all have experiences of detour, don't we? You might be in the middle of an unexpected detour right now, looking for some guidance on how to get to where you need to be. I've been there too. This is where the mystical words of Austrian poet Rilke helped me go with the flow of the long and winding detours that are my own life. Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. I wanted to recall one specific tale of God's holy shenanigans when it comes to lifting up the stories of Epiphany and Jesus' baptism, but it just so happens that I've lost count of the times I've come face to face with detours. I've lost count of the times I've said to myself, be patient toward all that is unsolved. In my own life, these unsolved things and locked rooms have showed up as financial crisis, health problems, loss of jobs, worry for friends and family in difficult times, or seeking the perfect way to get to where I wanted or needed to be. While I wish I could say that I have an easy plan to offer for you that comes in a book with a workbook and an app to direct you in how to get where you want in three easy steps, I do not. I do not have those answers because the answers you need are not mine to give. Your key to those locked rooms, those answers that you seek, need to come in and through you, through God or love or grace, helping you and I live into all of our own beautiful questions. You need to live into your own questions. I know it is hard, but there is a way for the questions, for those dreadfully locked rooms. There is another way. I say this because time and time again, when I hit a dead end or a detour or a closed and tightly locked door, ones that I wanted so desperately to have access to, I was given grace to see in time and probably through much dramatic complaining and tears, that some rooms are not the ones I am called to dwell in. That even if they look shiny and lovely and exciting, 
that there is another way. There is another door and probably a totally different door. Perhaps I have even had to build my own door and construct my own room. But this has been the way for me, much like those who came before me, wise and courageous magi and wild people like John the Baptist. There is another way for me. There is another way for you. Years ago, before I was familiar with mainline churches' understanding of the church year called the liturgical year, I'd never heard of the day that celebrates Epiphany. Epiphany is a celebration that comes from our reading about the Magi, the gift-giving day, the find-another-way-home day. Before reading about it in this prayer book, I only knew January 6th as my birthday. But now it had a new meaning. It was Epiphany. It was Three Kings Day. And it was my birthday. Epiphany itself was once a locked room with a story that I'd never heard before, let alone understood. And suddenly, on my birthday, I had an epiphany. In order to have that epiphany, I had to be patient toward all that had been unsolved in my heart to remember the gift-giving magi that took the detour home with grace, to remember John and Jesus in that muddy Jordan River, wading into waters of an adventure of many, many detours. So, dear hearts, my question is this. What locked door are you struggling to open? I know you think it's the one answer to all your questions, but it's probably not. Instead of struggling with a locked door, consider that there may be other doors that are welcome and open to you, or that you may be called to build your own doors and construct rooms, open doors, and welcoming rooms for you, as well as for those who follow you on the path. Perhaps you're like the Magi for Jesus and John for Jesus. Whatever path we take, we are all called to live into the questions and to leave clues for those who are just starting their journey. Will you help clear a path? Will you find another way? To help us on our way, here's Wilka once more to help us to live into the questions, our detours, and to give us wisdom to discern what rooms are where we are to dwell in, as well as the ones that we are not. Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart, and try to love the questions themselves, like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. Like the Magi and like John the Baptist, and with the help of Rilke, May we have an epiphany of boldness in our travels, even in our questions, 
May we be about the work of clearing paths for justice, love, mercy, and behalf of all weary travelers. I am your Holy Shenanigans Muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. Thank you for joining us this week for Holy Shenanigans that surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. This is an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. If you have a Holy Shenanigans story that you would like to share on the podcast, please reach out to us at holyshenaniganspodcast at gmail.com.